fucking to it. Let's get fucking to it. Let's get fucking to it. We're gonna fucking do it. Let's just fucking do it. Let's just fucking do it. Let's just fucking do it. In the middle of the road. <laughs> Isn't that a Beatles song? Why don't we do it in the road? Right? Am I wrong? Never wrong. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Wing Dog right here. I got Sadie Dog on the floor staring at me. You get up here if you want, Sadie. Get the fuck up here. What? You don't need my approval to jump on the goddamn couch. Just get up here. I know you're on the couch all goddamn day when I'm not home. I can't stop you from jumping on it because I ain't here. There you go. You did it. Good for you. Well, hey, everybody. It is a Monday, March 28th, 2020. Dose, how was your day? Was it a good day? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was a fucking good day. Hope you made it a good day. Hope it was a good day. Truly. I really hope it was a good day. Ah, uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's talk about some shit. It was a good day for me. Uh, as you may have noticed, this podcast is happening later than it normally uh, has happened over the last couple months. That's because I have joined the land of the living again. And uh, I'm working a first shift job again, everybody. Today was day number uno at the new job, the new digs. Uh, I left behind that second shift job. I'll tell you what it was, everybody. For those who are unaware, uh, first and foremost, everybody, let me introduce myself. I forget to do that sometimes. I'm your host, Stu McAllister. I used to tell jokes for a living. Used to do social work for a living. Now I'm fucking wandering aimlessly through life. <laughs> I've had uh, about uh, 10 different jobs over the last two years. It's been a weird fucking life. I'm not, I'm not terribly proud of it, but what the fuck are you going to do? Uh, the old job, I couldn't really tell you what the old job was because uh, there was a weird level of security, uh, a weird level of don't fucking talk about this shit. They didn't want people talking about shit on social media. Apparently they had fired, fired somebody uh, at work for like posting selfies at work. Um, and I get it. At the same time, I feel like, oh my God, you're being a little, little overly zealous with all this bullshit. But uh, I'm not there anymore, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say whatever the fuck I want to say because um, I didn't leave in a bad way. Uh, I gave my two weeks. I, I worked. I worked the two weeks. I didn't fuck around. I did it. Uh, was I good at that job? No. <laughs> I did it. I wasn't good at it. It was the first job I've had where I have felt uh, completely incompetent at that job. I was just not proficient at it, just not good at it. And uh, it's a it's a weird feeling going into work going, oh God, I suck at this. And uh, uh, you know, I've had jobs. Clearly we've all had jobs that we've hated. but there were probably jobs that you're still good at, like you knew what the fuck you were doing. At this job, I I still I never at one moment felt I was good at doing my job. Like, and, and I realized this because I felt like if there was a day where my coworker um, she took the day off, she was sick, whatever, and it was left up to me to do the job, I'd be like, oh fuck, I'm fucked. We're all fucked. We're all fucked. Fuck! <laughs> oh, run away! Like, just uh, lock the doors and turn off the lights and nobody's home kind of thing. But, uh, John, although it's weird, they, um, so I quit, I turned in my badge, I said sayonara, I'm out, peace bitches. Uh, Loomis, the armored truck company, wants my uniform back. Now, 
Um, there really wasn't much of a uniform. I had four polo shirts, one pair of pants. And the one pair of pants that they gave me, the goddamn button for the pants came off before I even put the pants on. I took the pants out of the bag that they gave them to me in, and the fucking button, the snap thing, just popped off. Like, what the fuck? And then they gave me a winter hat and a baseball hat. That's that's the fucking uniform. And they want them back. And, I, and I'm like, I mean, I'll give them. I'll give them back. I don't really give a shit. I just find it weird that they do. Like, I've never worked for a place before where I quit, where I had a uniform. And they were like, yeah, we need the uniform back. And uh, it, like, I, I want to be like, what are you going to do? You're going to give these worn... Uh, shirts and pants to somebody new? Is that what's happening? Is that why the button popped off my pants to begin with? Because they were fucking used before they were given to me? Now, I had a job where I had a uniform at, working at a hospital. And when I left, I gave a co-worker the two shirts that I had. I kept the scrub pants because I fucking like those. But the the tops had the hospital name on them, and it just, they weren't, even if they didn't, they really weren't shirts I was going to wear again. And so I'm like, hey man, do you want these shirts? And he was like, fuck yeah, I do, because you had to fucking pay for them. So he, now he had two extra shirts that he never had to worry about or pay for. But every, everywhere else was like, yeah, just keep, keep these fucking shirts. So it's weird. So I, at some point, I got to go back and give them this shit. Maybe tomorrow. I, I'm in no fucking rush. I washed them. But I'm in really no fucking rush to uh, give them the uniform back. What, unless they're like, we're not paying you. Then I'm like, I am in a huge rush to give them this stupid uniform back. This, this multi-billion dollar company needs the fucking uniform back. And I know some people are like, oh, well... It's because you can use this as a disguise. You can sneak in somewhere and say you're a Loomis employee and fucking and rob them. And I'm like, nah, no, no, I'm not buying it. Because um, one, the uniform I had was a very basic uniform. It was not the uniform. I was not a driver. I did not actually work in the truck. I worked in the vault dealing specifically with coin bags of coin that's all i was doing all fucking day throwing around bags of coin boxes of coin counting coins it was just, oh, so goddamn dirty too i i i still have dirt under my fingernails from when i worked on friday i've done everything i can it's it's perma dirt everybody i have perma dirt have any of you ever had a job where you just had perma dirt where, I don't know, you're a mechanic or, uh, I, I don't know, a landscaper or something where you're just fucking dirty all the time. That's what I was with money. Just fucking dirty all the time. Never put money in your mouth. Uh, don't, don't put money near your food. Money is dirty, 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 and gross. Don't fucking look at it. So um, the uniform is different. And I also, I don't have a badge anymore, so I can't walk into a bank and go, yeah, hey, I'm Stu from Loomis. I'm here to fucking pick up the money. Where's your badge? I don't know. I, I forgot it. Forgot it. Uh, so you got to give it to me. Give me the money anyway. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Well, fucking wait. Get the fuck out of here. It's not happening. It is not happening. And they even have it in such a way that uh, people, the, the drivers who go into the banks, they need to have two forms of Loomis ID, not one, two, dose. And uh, they're supposed to keep the one at uh, at the warehouse all the time anyway. So there's, there's no fucking way. Get the fuck out of here. I'll return it. I'll return it. So I started the new, I started the new job today. And it also has a high clearance level. Holy shit. I have never had such an extensive search in my background as I did for this job. More, Way more intensive than fucking Loomis where I'm dealing with millions of dollars a day. 
trust me, everybody, on more than one occasion, I thought about robbing that warehouse. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way that anyone could rob that warehouse. You, you, I mean, you can make an attempt. You can make an attempt. Um, you'd have to murder a lot of people because everybody there has guns. I was one of the few people who didn't have a gun. It's a weird culture. I didn't fit in the culture of that place either. I hated second shift. And that was really the reason why I quit. I just fucking, I hated getting home at like midnight. It sucked. Um, but working second shift, it just fucking brutal. Uh, so you could attempt to rob it, but yeah, you'd have to murder a whole lot of people. Uh, police would immediately be called. And uh, you, you probably, even if you were to get some money and get away, you probably wouldn't get a lot of money. Probably not a lot. So trust me, everybody, I've thought about it. I thought about trying to put uh, $10,000 worth of quarters in my car. <laughs> I thought about it. And then I thought better of it. So I'm starting at the new this new job. And uh, I, I asked my new boss, I was like, what time do you want me to come in? He's like, oh, why don't you come in at 7? That's when we start. That's when we do have like our team meeting, our daily team meeting. Come in at 7, you can meet the other drivers. It'll be good. I'm like, all right. So I get in there at 7, uh, the team meeting, uh, meet, meet the new guys, whatever. They're all excited to have me there because they've been short-staffed for a while. And uh, they're like, all right, all day you're going to watch modules. You're going to fucking uh, be on the computer staring at a screen for fucking days and days and days. I'm like, all right. Uh, but then here's the problem, everybody. The entire day, I was there from 7 in the morning to like 5 p.m. The entire day, I was unable to fucking do a single goddamn module because uh, IT, which stands for uh, idi Idiot Technology wasn't fucking working it wasn't getting me to it and like they talked with numerous people about it and they, this is another probably fucking uh it's a, it's another international company worth millions if not billions of dollars and uh they couldn't get this shit right <laughs> like what and i told my boss i said listen boss listen boss uh this happens to me all the fucking time no matter where i am there's always technology problems. It just, that's just how it works. It's how it works, and I fucking hate it. I want to go back to the day where uh, I, I don't have to deal with fucking modules and computers and things like that. I just want to fucking, I meet an HR person, in person, uh, that have me fill out some forms for uh, health insurance, 401k, that shit. Here you go, fill it out. There we go, we're done. And then there is this thing on the wall. It's called a punch clock. And then I take this piece of paper and I shove it in the punch clock. And the punch clock goes kathunk. And that means that I fucking punched in for the day. That's all I fucking want. And then I go and I do my fucking day. I don't need any of this other bullshit. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, there's, I'm sure I'll figure it out as I go along. But currently, right now, I don't know why I need to be staring at a goddamn computer for like two weeks for modules for the job that I'm going to do. I don't understand it, but whatever. So I really didn't. T Today was such a boring day. It was such a fucking awful day because there wasn't anything really for me to do. So at like lunch, five hours later, the boss is like, hey, I want you to go to a, a med clinic and go get your uh, your DOT physical, your Department of Transportation physicals. Because I'm going to be a driver and I'm going to fucking have a Class B license. It means I get, I'm going to get to drive big trucks with air brakes, I guess. I'm not driving semis. Big trucks, air brakes. Okay. So I got to go get a physical. Now I did this. Uh, less than a year ago, for those who've been listening for a while, I worked for a company called Big Worm. Big Worm! Big Worm! Um, where I, I delivered worms to...
to gas stations and liquor stores and things like that. I drove a big truck, and that's what I... And there, training was one week, and it was immediate. I was just like in the truck with my trainer, go. Fuck. I love that job. That job, unfortunately, they did not care about my safety. The truck they put me in... The door wouldn't close. Nobody gave a fuck. It was super weird. And that's how I knew these fucks didn't give a shit. But anyway, so I had to get a physical for them. The physical I got then was a little different than the physical I got now. You go through the whole process. Eyes. Hearing. Can you touch your toes? Everything's real basic, right? Real super basic. Until they get to the part where they fucking want to touch your balls. <laughs> now, I don't know if they do this for a woman. They call it the hernia check. Women can get hernias too. Am I wrong? I believe a woman can get a hernia. I, maybe I'm wrong. It, I don't think it's just a fucking nut thing, right? <laughs> Apparently, that's how they check to see if you got a hernia by fucking playing with your balls. <laughs> last time when I got it for Big Worm the doctor was a woman and you know whatever I was not expecting them because I'm like going I'm just getting a, a physical to see if I can drive a truck why are you going to touch my balls I was not expecting that I'm not going to play fucking soccer and I'm not like it's not like in high school what they fucking do with that check? I don't even know why the fuck they did that in high school, too. I think it was just some fucking prevert wanting to touch young kids' balls. But, uh, so the woman, she's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring in uh, a witness. So she brought in another, a woman, another nurse, to watch as the first woman uh, fondles and cradles my balls. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening here? And trust me, everybody, uh, these ladies were not looking away. <laughs> I, is this how it happens? Is I? It's been a while since I've had anyone touch my balls like this. Is this how it goes? All right, whatever. So I passed. Today was different. I was kind of expecting it, having already done it less than a year ago. I was at a different place. Uh, the guy who did all of like the hearing and eyesight shit it was a, uh, he finished all he's like alright we're going to send the doc in to finish this off with you and he's like take off all your clothes and then put on these shorts and he it was weird they he kind of like they gave you like disposable shorts it was sort of like made out of the material that uh, meat packing paper that they put on top of the tables it was like that kind of stuff, but it was made into shorts. I don't know why. So he's like, leave your underwear on, put on these shorts, leave your socks on. I'm like, okay. And the, the doc comes in. This, this is what I didn't like about the doc. He just comes in. He doesn't introduce himself. He does like, hey, I'm Dr. Miller, whatever. It's Miller time. Let's do this. He just comes right in, just goes right to the computer. He's looking over the computer. He's asking me shit. He's typing shit. He's typing way more than I fucking, like, responded to him. So you had the surgery on your finger? Yup, back in, like, 2001. Type, it, type, type, type for three minutes. Like, what are you fucking typing in there? It was just weird. So we're going through the whole process. You know, he makes me stand with my feet together and close my eyes. I thought he was going to have me, like, touch my nose with my fingers like a DUI thing. Like, do you think I'm drunk right now, sir? Do you think I'm drunk in the middle of the day? I mean, I usually am, but not today. And, I, you know, I had to do some, I had to squat for him and whatever. And then he's like, all right, got to check your balls. Drop your pants. I'm like, all right, don't you need a witness? Like, I don't understand what's going on here. I'm like, okay. So I drop my pants, he grabs my nuts and he tells me to cough, but, but he looks away the entire time he looks away. I'm like, why are you looking at my balls? 
The last doctor just fucking stared at my balls. Now you're not even looking at my balls? So then that made me go, okay, well, maybe the maybe the lady and the nurse that were fucking doing it the first time, maybe they were unprofessional, staring at my balls. <laughs> Are doctors supposed to stare at balls? Like, I'm sure they've seen a lot of balls. Do they got to fucking stare at them? <laughs> but I passed, everybody. I passed. So I go back to work, and they can't get anything figured out. And then uh, by the time... Uh, it's like it's like three o'clock, and got, some of the drivers are getting back, so I just kind of help them unload shit, whatever. And then basically at like five o'clock, ten hour day, and I haven't done dick other than fucking have my balls touched by a dude who didn't seem to give a shit. What an awful job that's got to be, though. You go to fucking medical school, whatever. And then your job is just touching people's balls for their DOT physical. Sounds awful. Well, there we go. We did it, everybody. We did it. That's day one. I go in tomorrow at 8. I asked the boss, I'm like, when do you want me to come in? He's like, yeah, just come in at 8. I'm like, okay, I'll come in at 8. I sold some shit on Macari. I always love it when I sell shit on Macari, everybody. If you don't know what Macari is, it's an app. And I don't know, I'm assuming probably a website, too, if you were to look for it. Where you can sell shit. It's like a combination of eBay and Facebook Marketplace. I like it a whole lot. I'm on there, and I sell mostly sports shit. Mostly sports shit. Not always, but mostly. So, uh... I sold a Jared Goff L.A. Rams jersey, and I had it all packaged to, to fucking deliver today after work. And I go to the post office, and I love it because you can just go there, you pull up the QR code, the post office scans the QR code, and then it, they print out the label, and you're done and done. You don't have to print anything else out yourself. You just got to package up whatever it is they want, and you're done. You're fucking, fuck yeah, it's the greatest of all time. But I go there today, and fucking... The Macari app wasn't allowing me to pull up the QR code. I was like, what is fucking happening here? This has never happened. It's been a huge pain in the ass. And the problem is, like, I can print out the, uh, the label myself. The problem is, I don't fucking have a working printer. What a pain in the ass. So I gotta go to the library like a fucking poor person. <laughs> To print out the app, so I'm I'm like ah fuck what the fuck, and the guy at the post office was like can I can I help you? I'm like no man, I'm trying to fucking pull this thing up and I just couldn't do it. I'm like ah god damn it, and I'm trying to look through my email because every now and then the goddamn uh, post uh, the the, the Macar will email you shit and you can find it through the email and I just I couldn't find it through the email either. I'm like ah dick, so I get back to my car and I message him like hey man I can't fucking pull it up. I'll I'll figure the shit out if I gotta print it out I'll print it out. And then I try uh, one last time, and fuck, it, it opened up. I don't know if I just had to leave the confines of the post office or what, but I pull it up, and it was great. Fuck, it just gets you pissed off. Because I'm like, yeah, I sold this shit. Let me make some money. There you go. He gets a nice jersey. I sold some shit. Fuck, yeah. And I sold the Detroit Lions uh, autographed football today, too not completely signed by the Lions. They were not like real autographs. It was like fake autographs. But uh, it was from a listener of the podcast, John. John bought it because it's an old one. It's from like between 19, I think, 77 and 79 or something like that. It's old. I couldn't quite, quite pin it down, but I knew the years because it had uh, two quarterbacks on it. Fucking Gary Danielson and uh, one of the other old-timey quarterbacks. And they these two dudes were on the lines at the same time for like two years. So that's how I knew when it was. But anyway, so I sold that because the guy at John's was like, yeah, my dad would love this. It'd be great for him. I'm like, fuck, great. So if any of you guys want Macari shit, go check out my Macari store. It's uh, There's a link on my Twitter. There's a link on my Instagram. Stu, you talk about uh, Macari a whole lot. Yeah, I do. Because I got no sponsors. So I'm trying to fucking sell shit to make my way through life before I die. <laughs> so last night, I had some fun, everybody. I had some fun. I went bowling. 
Hey, hey, everybody, let's go bowling. And uh, it was fun. It was in a league with my buddy Jeremy and his husband Rico and this guy Dan. And it was a good time. I bowled with them a couple weeks ago. I bowled like shit. I bowled, I had like a 120 average or something. It sucked. So I felt the pressure to bowl better today or last night. And I did. I ended up with like a 150-something average. So I bowled like 30 pins better every game. So I felt pretty good about it. You know, that's usually, if you're bowling 30 pins above your average, you're probably, your team's probably going to win, right? Nope. We got smoked. <laughs> because the other team just got monster fucking bowlers. I was like, holy shit. They got four dudes on their team. Three of their dudes had 200 games every fucking game. So three dudes had 600 series. I don't think I've ever had a 600 series. I know for a fact I've never had a 600 series. I'm happy when I get a 500 series, let alone a 600. I'd fucking, uh, I'd never bowl again if I got a 600 series. I'd, that'd be like peak. I'd have to tap out. So we got smoked. Fuck. It was fun. It was a good time. It's a good time. I was talking with them. I'm like, ah, fuck. I might actually have to get a real ball again. I used to bowl regularly. It's been forever. Now I'm like, ah, fuck. I should probably go back, right? I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. Hanging out with the dudes, having some fun. It was great. Good time. Everybody should go bowling. Let's go bowling, everybody. Get your own shoes. I still have my own shoes. Fuck, I, I wear those. I'm not going to share shoes. Fuck that shit. I don't want fucking used shoes like I got a used uniform at Loomis. Fuck those cheap fucks. Um, so while I'm there bowling, the, uh, uh, the screen's all computerized. If you haven't bowled in the last 30 years, <laughs> computerized, whatever. You don't have to keep score anymore. And they got televisions up there. So they were on, on the television, one of the TVs, they were showing the beginning of the Oscars. Right? And I had no fucking clue the Oscars were on. I haven't really seen movies in the theater in a long time. I've probably seen three movies in the theater in the past year. Tops. Tops. Which is a shame because I used to see a movie a week. Used to go all the goddamn time. Fuck, I used to do podcasts with John Serba, the local fucking movie critic, where we would discuss movies for the year and we'd fucking talk about the Oscars. I ne I've never really given a shit about the Oscars other than other people seem to give a shit. I always kind of disagreed with whatever was going on with the Oscars. But, so we're, I'm wa watching it, it's muted, right? And the only thing I notice is that the Oscars, uh, apparently it's all about titties. Because again, all these stars, these female stars, they're all dressed to the nines. You know, all on the red carpet and whatever. They've just forgotten that they should probably wear clothes over their titties. So much cleavage. And again, I'm not a prude, everybody. I'm far from it. But, uh... I'm still just like, the, the, ladies, do you need to show all everything? Is there not a level of, I don't know, m modesty, maybe? Yeah, hey, I get it. You got nice cans, ladies. <laughs> now, uh, now cover that shit up. Like, everybody, even the goddamn um, Serena and Venus Williams were there, and they were showing off their titties. And I'm like... Oh, God, this is, it's just so, and it, it was everybody. Everybody was showing their titties. I think even Jonah Hill showed his titties. <laughs> so much, right? So much. So, uh, you know, I didn't really watch it. I wasn't into it, didn't care. I, again, I don't think I, I wouldn't have been able to tell you any of the movies that were up for best movie. Didn't see any. Don't, don't care anymore. But I wake up this morning, and a buddy of mine, uh, texted me about some shit and uh, my whole social media timeline is just full of shit and it's all about the Chris Rock 
Will Smith incident. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, as, you know, Monday, March 28th, the day after, less than 24 hours after this, and you don't know what I'm talking about, consider yourself a blessed. Because I was unable to avoid it. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over it only because I literally had ones of people ask me my opinion on the whole thing. So let's, uh, let's go over it, okay? Let's, let's fucking, let's talk about this shit. Um, essentially what happened, Chris Rock cracked a joke... Uh, at the expense of Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett. Now, I don't want to say at the expense of, but Jada Pinkett was kind of, she was, she was the, the, the catalyst of the joke. For those who don't know, Jada Pinkett Smith has a, a shaved head. She's, she's fairly bald. But I'll say this, Jada Pinkett's been pretty bald for years. Years! And um, Chris Rock cracked a joke about her going to be the star of um, G.I. Jane 2. And for those who don't know, G.I. Jane was a movie starring Demi Moore where she became, I don't know, I think it was a Marine or something. And in the process of her becoming a Marine, she shaved her head incredibly, um, incredibly close. So she's essentially bald. And so he cracked the joke that he's like, ah, I'm looking forward to seeing you in G.I. Jane 2. Now, the, the, the only problem I would have had with that crack is that the reference is so fucking old. I don't... When did G.I. Jane 2 come out? I'm assuming G.I. Jane came out before the year 2000. Let me see. G.I. Jane. Yep, 1997. So this is a movie that's 25 years old. And he cracked a joke about a, a movie that fucking old. Right? whatever um was it appropriate fuck yeah it was appropriate was it incredibly distasteful i'll say no no it isn't was it punching down no no it wasn't why wasn't it punching down jada pinkett smith you're punching down on jada pinkett smith no get the fuck out of here but um, what happened is Will Smith, the husband of Jada Pinkett, uh, he took umbrage to it, and he wanders up on stage, and he he slapped Chris Rock in the face, and then he leaves the stage and he sits down, and uh, a lot of people are saying it was staged. I don't think it was necessarily staged. I thought it was really. It was inappropriate on Will Smith's part. Because um, he went up there and he assaulted Chris Rock. He assaulted them. If I went up there and did the same thing to Chris Rock, well, first off, I would have been fucking tackled before I even got up there to assault fucking Chris Rock. Two, Chris Rock went back down and sat down, and then he said some shit like, keep, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Fucking Will Smith is a fucking lunatic. He apparently won the Oscar for Best Actor in whatever fucking movie he was in that I didn't see. Didn't give a shit about it. I can't believe that they allowed him to stay there. He just assaulted... He put hands on somebody. I want everybody listening to this right now. Tell me. Tell me. Where you have been told it's okay to assault somebody. I don't think you can. Were you, were you taught in kindergarten? Yeah, you know. If somebody says something about your mom, you can punch them in the face. I don't think my kindergarten teacher told me that. 
I don't think Robert Fulgram ta taught me that. Mr. Rogers sure as shit never said that stuff. It's all, it's all, fuck, it's crazy as shit, everybody. You can't touch people. Now, I get that maybe you're mad about it, but you can't fucking do it. So here's the, here's the thing, everybody, here's the thing. Will Smith has opened the door for copycat people. Oh my God, Will Smith hit fucking Chris Rock. I'm going to go to a comedy show. I now have free right to punch a comic in the face that I don't necessarily agree with what they say. What you do is you just, you fucking, you leave. You get up and you leave. I've left watching comedian shows before. I'm like, this is garbage. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Here's the, th here's the thing too, everybody. People are saying, I did not know this. Apparently Jada Pinkett Smith has uh, alopecia. Uh, it is a, it's a disease where you lose your hair. Now, I, she seemingly, to me, has a lot of hair on her head. She is not like shaved down to the skin bald. She is like, I am fucking joining the Marines, hence the G.I. Jane crack. But apparently she's got alopecia. I had no fucking clue until today. People were trying to make it seem like this is a common knowledge thing. I, if it is common knowledge, I don't have that knowledge. Because I don't give a shit about Jada Pinkett Smith. I don't care about her at all. I don't think she's a good actress. Uh, I don't think she's a good activist. I think she's a weird fucking human being. I think her marriage and relationship with Will Smith is weird too, apparently... They're quote unquote in a fucking uh, open marriage and she was having sex with other dudes. Uh, I, I guess Will was aware of it. A lot of people call Will a simp. Simp? I don't fucking know. It's all very strange. I don't want anything to do with her. I don't want anything to do with Will Smith. The only movie that, like, I don't think I'll ever go out of my way to watch another Will Smith movie again. And the only movie that I'll be mad about not being able to watch again is I Am Legend. Everything else, I don't give a shit about. Bad Boys, fuck those movies. Wild Wild West, one of the worst fucking movies I've ever seen. I, Robot, meh. It was okay. Whatever. Um, what was the one where he was the drunk superhero? Whatever. Uh, what was the other one? Seven Pounds? Whatever. All these movies that he's... Ali? I never even fucking saw it. I own Ali, and I've never seen it. Whatever. Fuck Will Smith, whatever. But there's people here talking about how Chris Rock's joke was inappropriate. Because he used her lack of hair as the butt of joke while on stage, Right? He said he couldn't wait to see uh, her star in G.I. Jane 2. Which, again, I am more upset by the fact that that is a reference that's 25 years old. You couldn't have found a better fucking reference. I'll say this too, everybody. Chris Rock also has writers. He's not up there writing shit himself. I know guys who write for the fucking Oscars. People up there reading fucking jokes probably didn't write it themselves probably had other people look over jokes even if they wrote it they'd have other people look it over and other people were like yeah G.I. Jane too fuck yeah why not why the fuck not but I guess people are now saying that it puts on the displays and challenges and discrimination black women face in society with Eurocentric beauty standards what and experts feel the joke stung worse coming from Rock, a black man, a father of black daughters, and the producer of Good Hair, which chronicles the journey of black hair. Um, I'll, I'll say no. I'm going to say no to that right offhand. Because I don't think there's any Eurocentric beauty standards being pointed out right there. Fucking G.I. Jean was about a woman who cut her hair to fucking go in the goddamn Marines. It wasn't like she was cutting her hair because she was making a fucking fashion statement. Right? And even if she did, okay, let's talk about, hey, the women in fucking Black Panther. The women who kick ass in Black Panther. They're bald as fuck. I don't understand what you're talking about. 
People can be have black hair or be fucking bald and not have a problem with it. This I'm assuming this is a woman. I didn't see it as a joke. Said Deja Ayadeli. I don't know. I've massacred her name. I'm sure a skincare expert and author of Black Skin: The Definitive Skincare Guide, who called Rock's words very offensive. I'm really disappointed, Chris Rock, for using someone in the black community who we all love, we don't all love, who has a medical condition. I don't know if we all knew that. As a joke, I didn't think it was accept the line to go down on at all. Uh, doesn't mean that you get to fucking beat his ass, though. It doesn't mean you get to go up there and slap him. Last summer, Pinkett Smith spoke about her journey with alopecia and severe hair loss and revealed her daughter, Will Smith, was the inspiration for her bold hair transformation. So, so right there, it's not a fucking bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a statement. To use her medical condition as a punchline for his jokes on the worldwide stage, I think that's unacceptable. Uh, Yadeli says, I'm a Chris Rock fan, but this was completely unacceptable. Who cares? Who gives a shit about what these people are thinking? I don't. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Chris Rock can say what he wants to say. He can fucking, he didn't punch down. Jada Pinkett Smith is not a person that you punch down at. Anyone who's fucking, uh, higher up in that status. Sorry, you're, you're fucking, you have put yourself out there. Now, apparently, uh, during the podcast, apparently there were three hosts. It was Amy Schumer. Wanda Sykes and another woman who I fucking had no clue who she was. She looked familiar, but I'm like, I don't know who she is. During it, uh, Amy Schumer, who we all know I don't particularly care for. I find her to be very mediocre comedian at best. I know she's got a new show on Hulu right now, but I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. She's fairly hacky. Amy Schumer is fairly hacky. Amy Schumer did a bit during the ceremony in which she made Best Supporting nominee Kirsten Dunst the butt of a bad joke that not only misread the room but attempted to downplay the significance of Dunst's nomination. Huh. During the ceremony, and after Will Smith slapped Rock for making a joke about his wife Pinkett, Schumer decided to make a joke about seat fillers. The comedian Oscar's co-host set up the joke by trying to explain seat fillers. Non-famous people who hold celebrity seats when they need to leave the room, but she must have thought a demonstration would make more sense. She she approached the Power Dog star and Best Supporting nominee Jesse Plemons, who was sitting next to his wife Dunst, who was nominated for the same movie. Jesse Plemons is the guy who looks like a fat Matt Damon, which is funny because Matt Damon is fat. So now you can say Matt Damon looks like Jesse Plemons. <laughs> You don't even need to throw in the word fat anymore. They look like each other. So uh, Schumer said, okay, here's a seat filler. Honey, do you want to go to the bathroom? Dunce's, grabbing Dunce's hand and pulling her out of the seat. Schumer then sat in Dunce's seat and leaned over to Plemons. Jesse, I love you, empowered dog. You know that was my wife, Amy, said Plemons, seemingly unmused. You're married to that seat filler? Schumer said, trying to lighten the awkward moment. So right there, Schumer's making shittier jokes. At the expense of somebody. Why is nobody fucking having problems with that? What? Why? Because it's Amy Schumer? Because it's a woman? Get the fuck out of here, mother... What the fuck? What the fuck? Get the fuck? What the fuck? Jesse Plemons should have said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> He should have said that to Amy Schumer. And then he should have fucking slapped her. That would have been the best. That would have been the best in the whole fucking world. She's not funny. Chris Rock is funny. He just told a joke that really wasn't that good. That's all that was. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Fuckity fuck fuck fuck. All right. I'm going to end it on this, everybody talked before about how uh elon musk i think i've talked about this probably on the patreon i don't really know if you guys like this horse shit god knows why you do but if you like this horse shit 
I do a Patreon. It's a paywall. It's the same shit. It's this shit, just more of the shit. So if you like this shit and you want to have more of the shit in your life, go check out the Patreon. It's five bucks a month. I pretty much do it every other day. The freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. And the Patreon is pretty much all the other days. The Sundays, the Tuesdays, the Wednesdays, the Fridays, the Saturdays. Pretty much. Although, as I say it, I'm probably not going to do a Patreon tomorrow. Probably not. You never know. But at some point, it's only five bucks a month. One less ice mocha mocha in your life. Consider it. Patreon.com. Search out Elemental Podcast. I have literally six people giving me 30 bucks a month. And it's not even 30 bucks a month because Patreon wants their cut. So it's probably $21 a month. <laughs> I'm getting rich, bitch. Anyway, Elon Musk challenged Vladimir Putin to a fight for world domination. And uh, Putin's like, I'm not going to fight you, you punk ass bitch. You make electric cars for a living. You send celebrities into space. I fucking am friends with warlords. <laughs> warlords! I kill people. <laughs> so, uh, but Joe Rogan, another fucking lunatic that I talk about probably way too much on this podcast, has said, hey, Putin. Hey, Putin. I'm going to train Musk. I'm going to fucking get this fucking dude jacked on fucking elk jerky. Uh, we're going to do some DMT together. We're fucking going to uh, do some jujitsu. I'll teach him a fucking uh, arm bar. And then we're going to fucking, we're, we're going to have the two of you fucks fight it out. Now Musk has the fucking age. Musk is only 50. Putin is 69. 69, dude. <laughs> 69. So he's got him there. I don't know who's taller. I don't know who's got the reach. I want to fucking know who has the reach. Um, so I would love to see Rogan. As much as I don't care for Rogan, I think Rogan is a shitty comedian. I think he is a shitty podcaster. But, uh... Rogan does know his MMA shit. He does know how to fucking fight. He's only like five foot two, though. He's five foot two, two twenty, because he's jacked. I don't know. go look at the pictures of him when he was on uh, Fear Factor, and look at him now. Your neck doesn't get huge like that when you get older. Naturally, you're fuck. You're jacked. He's jacked on shit. Don't tell me DMT gets you jacked. Uh, so I'd love to see it. I would love to see the fucking training videos of the two of them fighting because apparently Elon, Elon Musk is like 6'2", so he's probably like a whole foot taller. I'd love to see Joe Rogan wrap him up. I'd like to see Joe Rogan slap him like Will Smith did to Chris Rock. Although I'm going to tell you guys this. After watching that, Chris Rock did not go down. I think I am probably put together better than Chris Rock. So that means to me I can take a fucking Will Smith slap. That's all I'm saying. I believe it. I got a huge cock that uh, nurses and doctors at fucking DOT clinics stare at. And I can take a Will Smith slap. Uh, I would I would pay for it. I would pay to see Elon Musk fight Putin. That is a pay-per-view that I would get. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm not wrong. I am not wrong. All right, everybody, that's it. Please go like the Facebook page. Please like the Twitter page. I already talked about my McCary. I already talked about fucking the Patreon. Go do those things if you could, please. That'd be great. Uh, and now check out these three things if you could. Go check out magic jbn that's john midgley john 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 is a uh, a guy who is a magician a social worker and uh i don't know if you guys know this or not he was also involved in the uh, mma game yeah 
not as a fighter, not as a trainer, uh, but he's the dude who would have to go into the ring in between matches and have to like clean up the blood and pick up teeth and all that shit. That's what he did. So he actually has, he told me about this. He's got a Ziploc baggie of teeth that he found on the mat of uh, UFC fights or MMA fights. Maybe not all UFC fights, but MMA fights. Because he used to do a lot of backyard brawls, you know, those kind of things that you see at like fucking county fairs and shit like that. Stuff that's clearly not sanctioned. A uh, good portion of the time, fighters are drunk. <laughs> good portion of the time, the fucking referees are drunk. <laughs> you know, so there's a lot of fucking chicklets on the floor. And he would pick them up and put them in a Ziploc bag. But anyway, he also, he's got a Facebook page for his magic stuff. He's a good magician. So go check out his magic page on Facebook, Magic JBM. Do that for me, please. Maybe he'll show the teeth one day. I don't know. Then check out my boy Matt Harper. He has a TikTok, ticker talker, and an Instagram page for his art. It's Matt Harper Art. Matt with two T's. Two T's. The second T stands for titties. <laughs> Matt Harper Art. You can buy some of his art. He's got crazy art. It's good. I like it. You can buy it from him or you can commission him to draw something. So do that too. Matt Harp, Matt with two T's. Second T stands for talented, talented titties. <laughs> so uh, go check him out on Instagram or TikTok. And last but not least, the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House, a married couple who eats a lot of coleslaw together. Is coleslaw fucking carbohydrate free? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, they love it. They eat it. They do a Facebook Live of themselves eating it. So go check them out. The Sunday Slaw. And then Adam also is a realtor. So if you need help selling a house, buying a house, or any kind of information, get a hold of him too. He might be able to help you out. I can't guarantee it. The dude's fucking in demand. Dude's got shit going down in Chinatown. So go check him out at the Sunday Slaw. So that's it, everybody. You guys were great. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'd say tune in tomorrow for the Patreon, but I can't guarantee that there will be a Patreon. But at least listen to the Patreon on Wednesday. I know for sure I'll do one on Wednesday. All right. You guys are great. Maybe I'll see you Wednesday. Otherwise, I'll see you Thursday. Have a good one. We'll see you. Goodbye. Okay,